0: and pray today. Particularly, we're going to try and practice this thing called conspiring prayer that we've been talking about for the last, you know, last week at least, and then kind of nudging at the the previous weeks. And um, I'll do like a little bit of a blurb to try and frame just in case you've missed it or need a reminder, the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Um, But if you weren't here and missed it and are really confused, or if you were here and listened to it all and are still really confused, or if you um, think... Uh, this whole prayer thing's a the of crap. That's fine, too. You can take this reflective time that we've got. There'll be, like, nice music and things, and you can just, like, lean into the space, think about kittens, Not off without doing that, like, yo-yo thing, if possible. It's really uninspiring. Um, and also quite bad for your neck. Uh, but if you are keen to give it a go, um, this whole praying thing, then uh, please join in even if just for an experiment Uh, we as we talked about last week lots of us are like fine with lots of kinds of reflective prayers but where we get snagged is the idea of asking God for anything because um, the maths just doesn't stack up sometimes ie if God can get your car park but not um deal with Syria then we run into problems so we've tried to talk about ways of perhaps seeing god's involvement in the world that we could pray with uh that might be a way forward for a community like us so i'm going to start really briefly with a little not that that again, Um, but with um, ideas to frame our prayer for today. So this is just for the sake of our experiment. Um, You might think that God um, is all in control of everything. That's totally fine. You might think that God orchestrates disasters. That's okay. For today, uh, we're going to try and lean away from those visions of God and um, perhaps um, frame our prayer a little bit differently because for some of us, um, that traumatizes us, and we need a different way of seeing God. So... uh, ideas that frame our prayer, the first one is this, um, is that as Christians, we believe that the best picture of of God we have is Jesus. So our first, the lens through which we see God is the character of Jesus. And that's not unproblematic. I just think it's less problematic than worshiping Zeus. Um, The Jesus who ate and drank with outcasts, touched lepers, and gave dignity to the shamed is the God that we are praying to. For this experiment, just try to imagine that God loves every person involved as much as Jesus did. The second thing um, is that God is already involved. In this view of prayer, God is not an outside actor who kind of hovers above things and then tries to decide whether he'll help people or not, um, depending if enough comments get posted on a Facebook post, God will cure this baby, Um, but that God is actually always involved all of the time in every situation God is present. We may not recognize how God is present because of ways that we've been trained to look for God's activity, if we open our framing a bit, that God is wherever life is. God is wherever love is. God is wherever goodness is. God is wherever evil is, resisting it. If there is any love, any good, anyone trying to make things right, God is present with them. If there's any hate, any evil, or people trying to bring death, God is there resisting them god is the source of life and all life is only possible in and through god where there is life where there is breath where there is heartbeats where there are subatomic particles moving it is through god's love so when we're praying we're not um inviting god into a situation that god doesn't know about but we're acknowledging that god is present in that situation already Uh, god's primary tools are love, persuasion, and warning. Sometimes mighty acts within creation are possible, but most of the time, God is able to work in and through humanity. God can work through all all of creation and sometimes in spectacular ways, but most of the time, what God is able to do as the non-coercive one is love, persuade, and warn. Uh, We're praying with God rather than to God because God is always present in all things. God is not unaware. We're not bringing something to God that God is surprised by. And we're not just asking God to act, but God has actually sown that seed in us first. When asking God to act, we aren't persuading God to do something that God doesn't want to do. We're joining in on what God has sparked within us. And the last one, we're invited to participate. We're not entirely sure how, but as representatives of creation, inviting God to be involved somehow makes a difference. And God might be inviting us to act in ways we hadn't thought of or had resisted. God may also be be asking us to acknowledge our limitation And trust god's invitation of others because you as an individual can't change everything about the world but you might be able to do something so the way we're going to pray this morning um is through this pattern here and first off we're going to think of something at a kind of like macro big global national level that is on your heart and that you would like a better situation or a better outcome for. Um, it may be a refugee crisis, it might be violence against women, it might be all kinds of things that uh, you are passionate about. And so we're gonna try and sit with this pattern as an experiment. Again, you don't have to like swallow this hook, line, and sinker. You can just use it as an experiment if you want. But I want to... Invite you into a way of praying that we um, might try and get some feedback on in a minute so first off we're going to start with breath prayer Um, if you haven't done breath prayer is essentially um, praying one line on your in breath and one line on your out breath and it's a way of just stilling ourselves for a moment it's a way of acknowledging that god is in the smallest things even in breathing Um, and it's a way of affirming something so on the in breath we're going to pray loving god you are here. Oh, sorry, loving God. And on the out-breath, we're going to pray, pray, you are here. And we're just going to sit in that rhythm for like a minute or so, which will seem like an eternity um, for those of us who are used to looking at flashing screens, but we'll do our best. Um, so I would recommend when we do breath prayer to pray slowly um, and breathe slowly. Otherwise, you'll hyperventilate and collapse, and that's really embarrassing, but probably do have some medical professionals here who can help. Um So if you are an extremely active person like myself, be careful. This is dangerous stuff. Uh, Secondly, we're going to acknowledge that God is already involved. So we're going to acknowledge that God cares deeply about the situation that you're bringing to God and open uh, ourselves to ways that God might be present. So There'll be some acknowledgement and some listening in there as well. Thirdly, we're going to invite God to draw or ask God to draw the situation to the good. Express some of our desires for the situation. Name some of the things that we hope for. And invite God and all of creation to participate in bringing justice, love, and peace. Next, we're going to sit and listen. Listen. We're going to ask God what our response might be, what our part to play might be, how God might be inviting us into the situation. And that might be nothing at all, or it might be something. And spend some time in silence. And then we're going to round things out with another short breath prayer, just to kind of refocus ourselves um, on God's presence in the situation. Again, praying, loving God, you are here. So we'll play some music. Uh, and hopefully it's not too distracting, but um, might fill some of what could be awkward silence for some of you. Uh, and I'll just kind of cue us with each line. So we'll start off with breath prayer, and then I'll pray, loving God, you are involved, and you can do the loving God, you are involved section. Um, loving God, draw the situation to the good, so on and so forth. Does that make enough sense? Wow, huge nod from Rod. Um, which makes up for the rest of you, you nodding slackers. Cool. So I want you to just to take a second and think of something big. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to do two rounds of this. So first, something big, global, national. And then second round, we're going to do something personal or intimate, something to do with our lives, something going on, going on in our lives. And that way we can kind of test this mode of prayer with um, the big and the very small. Cool uh do we is anyone stuck for ideas or something to pray for because we could do a little round table of things people care about no nah, we seem okay or people are paralyzed another one okie dokie cool all right warwick we'll have some gentle music um make yourself comfortable not too comfortable clothes aren't optional here uh preferred it's not confessed uh We're going to start with the breath prayer. On your in-breath, loving God, on your out-breath, you are here. Loving God, you are already involved. Loving God, draw the situation to good. Loving God, what might you ask of us? Loving God, you are here. Man, if you survived that without falling asleep, congratulations! You prayed for five minutes and forty-seven seconds, which could be a brand new record for some of you. How was that? What was easy? What was hard? What questions came up? What was helpful? What did you find really unhelpful? A little bit of back before we try it again.
1: I found myself feeling quite cynical and angry and thinking of God as quite impotent early on with the bigness and the injustice. But... Um, I persevered anyway and it was really useful for me to persevere anyway and feel like when I got to the end that I got to a place that felt useful and it wasn't that the other stuff necessarily got resolved but I don't know somehow I felt like I got to a useful place that was different than where I would have got just rationally and intellectually yeah
2: grew up in the church and I feel like I've done times where they've had like tinkly music playing in the background and people praying so many times. And sometimes the music's really loud and I just ended up listening to the music and forgot to pray. And It's so cool just to be able to sit here and go, nah, just gonna play it really, really quietly. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, so that was much better for me than any other time I've tried it.
0: Thanks. So if you're playing at home, write down soft tinkling music rather than loud tinkling music. Yeah. Unless someone's experience of that was it was too quiet. We're open to that too. Diversity of experiences. Anyone else?
2: I just found it really helpful to have like um a guided prayer, kind of like guided meditation. Um, often I just find that I fall asleep if I'm doing meditation or, or prayer. Um, and not in a bad way. It's like a nice restful sort of space. <laughs> but um, it is, yeah, it's just that nice, nice sense of accomplishment. But, like, once you get to the end, you're like, yeah, I just did that five minutes, 47. like, And, um, yeah, it's, it's very fulfilling and refreshing um, to be in a place of prayer and to, yeah, I guess not be afraid to have someone guide you through it as well or steps to guide you through it.
3: the breath prayer part and haven't done that before but it reminds me of the word Emmanuel God with us like present in this relationship really what
0: prayer is yeah. If NC snowball begins
1: I too really love the the breath prayer. It's um it's a good way just to get get centered and also just to think about um the topic as well. Um for me I found the structure really, really helpful. Um, sometimes when I pray, it just sort of goes off on tangents everywhere and I just feel like it's not getting anywhere and I come out feeling more frustrated and, you know, just sort of quit sometimes in the end. But this structure was um, was really, really good. Some In some areas I had more to, to pray. Other bits were a little bit more quiet, um, but that's okay too. So, yeah, it's a structure that I, I really like. Thank you. No, I, lo- I totally love the
2: breath of prayer. And the quiet you know to just actually instead of like demanding your prayer to be answered to just ask and live with, with god and be part of that and um instead of people praying out loud you know, which can be
1: quite pst
2: and distracting you know and to pray like this is yeah beautiful
0: Two more, two more, and then stuff you hated about it would be good too
3: um yeah i I like how we thought about something global and national because I think some of those things are really difficult to grasp, and if I feel like a bird that can't land on anything, there's just so much to it, uh, whereas this is just a way of of focusing, okay, what is something that God you can give me an idea for? Do or what is something that I can um I- understand, or what is just one tiny little piece, and it just kind of brought a feeling of like okay like this is this is what I can do rather than just feeling the nebulous of the frustration that surrounds large issues?
2: I really like the the idea and the structure, and I think it's yeah that's exactly what I think a prayer look like with the, I guess, the understanding of God that I'm coming to have, but then in trying to practice that, um, probably failed fairly miserably. Um, I, I think possibly just because my previous experience of prayer has come from a very Pentecostal environment, it just didn't feel like I was praying. It was like this isn't praying. I don't know what this is, but it isn't praying. And I think I'm just starting to understand that my current under or you know, historical methods of prayer require God to be a powerful God and a very you know, like omnipresent, omnipotent God, and this type of prayer, even though I can look at it and go, yes, that makes so much more sense, it just doesn't feel like I'm praying because it, I just don't have that um, that model of God to work with anymore.
0: Um, You can yell the breath prayer bit if that helps as well. <laughs> oh my God! Go ahead! Just repeat that over and over. For, for us former Pentecostals, that might be something we need. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Sorry about that. I just woke some of you up. Um, This is just a model. It's like, and especially this framework, what I really care about is the theology behind the model more than the actual model itself. But if the model, if this pattern's really helpful, then that's good as well. Some of you no doubt hated this and hate the theology behind it or are really uncomfortable with it. And that's, you might not feel like Brave enough to speak, <laughs> and that's totally okay. But I just want to acknowledge that, yeah, this is just this is something we're trying out. This is a way and a pattern that um that might be helpful. And um, but you know, weigh and test everything. One of the things that one of the experiences I had is I was I was praying for the kind of food and housing crisis for refugees um, and asylum seekers in Australia who are kind of been cut off from funding. Um, and one of the things during the draw the situation to the good. Oh, the you are already involved, but um. Is rather than feeling totally hopeless about it, like God brought to my attention the networks of loving people each of those people have already and that how God was working through families and through communities and networks and things like that. And it made me feel a little bit less hopeless, kind of like this binary either God's fixed it or God hasn't. Um, the sense of drawing attention to the networks that are already there and strengthening them and the kind of hope that lies within them. And yeah, so for me I think this That particular bit of the pattern helped me feel less hopeless and a bit less pissy with God about it. Because it's not like God is a switch going, I won't act or I will. Yeah. Okay, any more comments before we try this for our personal lives?
4: Um, Yeah, I just wanted to say I had a very similar experience to you, Shane. I prayed for environmental concerns globally most of what I spent the five minutes and 47 seconds doing was just struggling with this kind of deep cynicism um, and feelings of impotence because there's so much of that beyond our control, but def- like in that you're already involved but getting the sense that there are already so many people passionate about it and networks of people working towards trying to find a solution um, It's and then the rest the rest of it was sort of just sitting with that tension of like not actually being out, not having some kind of instant fix to the problem or even like an instant set of 12 steps that I can go away and do to fix the problem. Like it wasn't anything like that. So a part of me like really desires that and another part of me understands that when you're growing up, you don't, <laughs> you don't get that stuff
0: funny how many of our conversations are circling back to control how much control God has how much control we have in certainty, um, and how difficult it is to sit with the fact that certainty and control aren't always possible but participation is still possible yeah okay speaking of feelings of impotence we're going to move into um, personal and intimate prayer requests um, <laughs> that might be yours so I'd like you to think of, um, I couldn't help myself, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the segue was just too strong. Uh, yeah, I want you to think about something relationally or personally or health-wise or whatever is kind of most present for you in your own life that you would like to bring to God or that you would like to keep away from God potentially as well, um, And we're going to go through this process again Uh, i'll give you a second just to have a think about something that and again like if you haven't prayed for many many years for a very good reason um take heart if you're even just giving this a go then you're very brave and well done um yeah have a think about something that you would like to bring to our loving god we will go through this process again. We're going to really ramp up the tinkling music this time to get a spirit of faith in the room. We're going to storm heaven um, with pitchforks and flaming brands. Who knows what we're going to do when we get there. But, um, sorry, my past coming up again. Um, cool. Hopefully you've all got something. We're going to stretch this one out just a tiny bit longer. Start with breath prayer. Loving God, you are here. Loving God, you are already involved. Draw the situation to the good. Heaven god what might you ask of us Loving God, you are here. Amen.
2: <laughs> Amen.
0: Donna's just inquiring as to how I am. I'm okay. Thank you for asking. I don't know why none of you asked. Thank you very much. But Donna cares, so something, isn't it? Um, Cool. Feel free to try that out during the week. Uh, Feel free to give feedback as well. Um, If you have questions about that or ideas behind that, feel free to chat. Um, We're going to take communion together now, which is a practice that has been going on for, I don't know, a couple of thousand years now in Christian community and a long time before that in Jewish community. Um, For us, this is an open table where we get to acknowledge that we are part of God's beloved, um, where we are whole, made whole, where we are present, where God is with us, um, where we acknowledge that Jesus died, that we might see God's love and His fullness.